Are you ready to make the right moves and unlock your passion? Welcome to From the Inside Out with your host, Carla D. Walker. To be your best self in your personal life and your business life, all you need to do is look within yourself. Now, here is Carla D. Walker. Good morning, world. How are you this morning? It is a fabulous, beautiful Tuesday. I am thankful that I woke up this morning and had a wonderful night's journey. And I hope you had the same. I hope you are filled with gusto, as they say. I hope that you are feeling good and great and clear and that you are ready to get this day started off. Some of you may already be at, at work. Uh, some of you may be on your way to work. Uh, and maybe some of, and some, of, some of the places, you know, maybe you're just now going to bed, uh, depending on what time of uh, zone you're in. But I hope whatever you do today, it's going to be fabulous, and you're going to make it fabulous. You know, our topic today is change is how we grow. And and I started thinking about this or, or look at I always, I'm always thinking about change because change isn't, you know, it's forever. You know, we're always changing. If we don't change, you know, uh, we find ourselves falling behind or lagging behind. But even more and more today, I think you're finding or we're seeing where it's we have to change. Well, but we're almost changing, it seems like, or sometimes feels as though we're changing at the speed of sound, right? I mean, change and things are going by so fast. And you think, where did that day go? Where did the month go? You know, I, I talk to my colleagues all the time, and, and we always are saying, gosh, you mean it is the middle of, of June? It's the end of July? Where did the time go? We just started this. You know, so we're, sometimes we're living so fast that we need to take a minute and step back and think about what's really going on here, what's happening. And sometimes change makes us so anxious that we can't function and we just kind of stop in our footsteps. And sometimes the change that we see is not necessarily the change that's going on. And by that I mean. Sometimes we get distracted by other issues and sometimes people throw distractions in our way so that we don't see what's going on behind a curtain. You remember, do you, most of you, I, I assume, I'm making an assumption, which I never like to do, but I think most of you have seen The Wizard of Oz. And do you remember Dorothy and the Scarecrow and the Lion get to uh, the Wizard's Castle and he finally gets, they get in, and this is the uh, old version of The Wizard of Oz, not, not any of the remakes, but the black and white version. And then they come in, uh, well, in the Emerald City, it does turn into color, but um, they get into uh, the wizard's castle, and they're talking to the wizard, and there's big head uh, you see talking, no body, just this big, huge head uh, of of what supposedly is the wizard. And there is, uh, they're terrified of him. They're, just, they're shaking, uh, as they say, in their boots. You know, they're just so afraid 
of this wizard. Uh, in fact, if you remember, the cowardly lion at some point actually turns around, runs away, and jumps through uh, through a window. He is so afraid. Uh, but this particular time, we're talking about after the wizard has sent Dorothy and uh, the scarecrow and the lion uh, out to uh, retrieve the broom of the wicked wicked witch of the the West. I think it's the West. Was Gilda in the East or the West? The good witch of the East, I think, was Gilda. I think that was her name. Anyway, um, I digress. Um, anyway, so they retrieve the broom um, and bring it to them. And then a wonderful little dog, Toto's. I tell you what, dogs are amazing creatures and they are always sniffing around at something. And I remember Toto jumping out of Dorothy's basket and running over to this curtain because, you know, when as they're talking to the wizard, you know, the big head, <clears throat> excuse me, is being seen out of the so surrounded by these curtains. And little Toto, the little dog, runs over, he's sniffing around and he starts sniffing around some man who's behind a curtain. <clears throat> and I, I bring you to that to say sometimes there are curtains in front of us or distractions or things are put in front of us so that we don't see what's really going on behind the curtain, who's really pulling the strings, who's really doing uh, those things. And that happens a lot in our society, in our world. I'm sure you could probably think of things that are going on today where there are a lot of distractions going on. That some of those distractions are making people feel anxious and worried and troubled. Uh, some of them are making people sad and depressed uh, and not seeing a bright future uh, for us. And, and what I want to say to you is they today is uh, uh, don't let those distractions get in the way of you living your life. Uh, in, the, in the words of Colin McCarthy, who is a writer, it says, when the world has got you down, put things in perspective. Move ahead in a positive way. Don't allow yourself to become mirrored in a negative view. See things for what they are. Don't let the little things get in the way. Do what you can, however you can, with the resources you have available to you. Don't sell yourself short. You have the power within you to change what needs changing. Face the situation with the resolve to remedy it. Do what you need to do to put it behind you. Move ahead in the direction of happiness. Go for your dreams and reach for your stars. And remember who's in the driver's seat. You are. And it's, it's so true. You are in the driver's seat. You control this. You decide, as we've said before, if you're going to be happy. You decide what decisions you are that you're going to make. Now, are you going to make mistakes? Of course you are. Are there going to be things that are going to be in your path that you have to learn how to get around or, or be creative about maneuvering um, 
uh, are moving, how to get around an obstacle that may be standing in front of you or that you may have to change direction because it wasn't what you thought. Sure. But you are in control of that. You decide how you're going to live your life. You decide how people treat you, how people react to you. In fact, you teach people how to treat you. You teach people by what you do or by what you don't do. So I want to make sure that we're clear on that. And so when we talk about change is how we grow, change is forever. We're always changing. Now, when you look at change, what I mean, what is change really? Uh, you know, when you when you see, look outside today. When you look outside tomorrow, are you going to see the same picture? Probably not. Something in that picture has changed. It's almost like looking through or looking at uh, one of those uh, hidden puzzles. Uh, I don't know about you, but I love to do those where they always want you to find Waldo or find something. And you look and you look and you look and you try to find it and you wonder... You know, where is it? What's different? Or or I, I've also seen them where they have one picture on one side and they have two pictures together of the same thing and they say, okay, determine what's different. Well, change is like that. It's something to make or become different. It takes or use another one instead. You know, instead of doing this one, you did that one. You know, it's the act or the instance as defined by Webster of making or becoming different, you know. Um, so, so when you think of change, it means to be different or become different from what it was yesterday or a minute ago or a second ago. And so I challenge you to, you know, look outside of yourself and see what's changed. Look at yourself and see how you've changed. Look at your family, your friends. As you think of over the years, you know, how that has happened, what has occurred, you know, that you can see a revel in that change. Is all change good? Not necessarily, but all change is necessary in order for us to grow. Change is necessary in order for us to grow. And as we think of it in terms of life cycles, uh, I was, I was, Looking around as I always do, um, you know, I, I and I, I realize I love to do research uh, and love to find out new things uh, that are going on uh, in the world and, um, and to and to learn about different things. Um, I think I've said to you before, if you haven't uh, got that, I'm so, I'm kind of an avid learner. And so I'm always researching. I'm always thinking about what's the next thing or what could be better or, or trying to come up with something along those lines. But I, I, as I started thinking about the today's show, I thought I was thinking, okay, what about life cycles, you know? And change and, and is a life cycle for us when we think about life. You know, think about it as it relates to uh, the human life cycle. You know, you start out, you know, as a, as a child, some even people even uh, I've even read things where you know they start the human life cycle of pregnancy. You know, you're pregnant, then you're born, then there's childhood, um, then there's you know uh, 
adulthood or preteen, uh, preteens, adulthood, uh, old age, uh, and and there's this life through those life cycle things have changed, and you've changed the way you think has changed, uh, the way you interact with people changed, the way you move has changed. You know, where you were real fragile and you could stand on your head when you were a baby. As you got older, maybe as you added on some additional weight to your body, uh, perhaps you couldn't stand on your head anymore or or, uh, be as flexible as you used to be. All that is about change. And it's inevitable. And it's those things that we live through every day. People people change. Animals change. Insects change. Uh, everything changes. Business changes as well. And they go through a life cycle. And business has a life cycle. And if we don't keep up with those changes, if we don't think about those changes in advance and prepare for those changes, we can get swept up by it. And if we don't change, we can become a relic. And we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red's. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned into from the inside out to reach carla walker or her guest today call us at 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to carla walker from the inside out at gmail.com now back to the show hey welcome back yeah, well, we're gonna we're going to change <laughs> uh, where we were. We we're talking about life cycle changes and and uh, change in terms of of how we change as humans from uh, being a, from a baby to an adult to uh, or to a teen, adult, and and uh, um, old age. Um, also, animals, you know, change. You look at at how they uh, change. We look at the metamorphoses of 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 uh, of things and how they uh, grow and develop through uh, their life cycle, all those represent change. The only thing that you can totally control about change, because it's going things are going to change 
whether you want it to or not, is how you handle that change, is how you deal with the change that's about to happen. And when I say about to happen, it doesn't mean in the next minute, although that could be it. It could be in the next few years. It could be next week. But the change is going to come. Sam Cooke would say, a change is going to come. So, you know, you know that that is going to happen. You know, you can you can fight it. And we see a lot of us trying to fight it. And unfortunately, I see, uh, we used to see a lot of women trying to fight the change that happens when you grow older and change how they look. Uh, we see people trying to change the way they physically feel with exercise and eating better and trying to be more flexible and changing the shape of their bodies. We see people trying to change the shape of their bank account. Uh, we see people trying to change their shoes. We change our clothes. We change everything, right? But it's, it's how we how we interact with that change is how we respond to what that change is and how that change affects us. Remember I said earlier today, you're in the driver's seat. You're in control of that in terms of what the change is. And I know there's somebody out there and maybe there's several somebodies out there who are saying, oh, I don't control that. My boss controls that. Or somebody else controls that. My husband controls that. Or my, my wife controls that. She takes, she does that. Okay. If you're going to give them that power, because that's what you're doing, you're giving them your power in terms of, of that change, then how do you react to that change? That is still in your control. They don't control your reactions to change. Okay, If they make a change, how you react to it is on you. You can blame them. Oh, I did that because you, know, you did X. Yeah, you can blame them. You cannot take responsibility for how you react. But the reality is, the reaction to what's happening is in your control. Your reaction. You cannot control anybody else's reaction to things. You can try to minimize their reaction, but they are in control of their own, how they react to the change that's upon them. And I know we're hearing a lot of negative things going on. How you respond to, or how you react to that negative change or negative things that, that people either say are changing or that, that may be impacting you negatively makes a world difference in terms of how you move forward in the future. It takes a world difference in your ability to get through it and your ability to move to the next step and your ability to keep moving forward to be better to live the life that you want to live makes a difference and when we think about this as it relates to business we you know business has a life cycle business changes all the time now when you start think of of a business you know, if you're an entrepreneur, it starts with an idea. You take that idea and you develop it, right? And you develop that idea and suddenly that idea becomes a plan. That plan becomes uh, a startup. You're taking action. And as you watch your business grow and develop, you know, it changes. It matures. 
you know, it may go through additional transformations depending upon impacts from outside markets, internal markets, global markets may have to make adjustments or changes based upon that. The stronger it gets, you know, the more you're able to be flexible and agile and and make and continue to strive and succeed, but you're still going through changes. And as we look at what's going on in the world today, and we think about, I'm, I'm going to move to to where we're really thinking about what's going on and what's happening in our world and what our jobs are today are not going to be what our jobs are tomorrow. You know, what how we look at work today or it's not how we look at work tomorrow. In fact, I would venture to guess that most of you have been impacted by the way we do work today versus the way we used to do work. You know, I mean, as you really think about it, you know, we have people who come into work and people who work from home. We have people who work virtually. You talk to people on a computer. But I can remember times when you couldn't talk to a person on a computer, right? Or send person, send someone an email. You know, most usually, most conversations were face-to-face or on the telephone. And how has the telephone changed? You know, you got to keep up with uh, the technology. You've got to keep up with what's going on in the digital marketplace. But, but when we think about what is a real job, what are our jobs today? You know, a lot of jobs are contracted out. So sometimes people are working for us that we never see because it's contracted out. They don't have to come into the workplace. Perhaps they're working in a different sites around the globe. You know, and if you think about that, when we go in, as we go into 2020, having a real job is going to change or having what we have traditionally known to be is a real job is going to change. You know, we already have contract laborers and that market may explode as well. You know. Some of these contractors begin their own business. You know, used to be you would contract to get a contract. You have to go to a, through a temporary service like Manpower or Kelly or you know one of the other temporary services. Um, but anymore, people are starting their own business. They get an idea, or they see that something needs to be changed, and they actually decide to make a change. They decide to turn that change or that need into a business and fulfill that need. And some of them have been very are being very successful. You know, I think about the guys who, you know, looked at the beaches and decided, or looked at our waterways, I should say, and decided that they were dirty and just started cleaning up their water with the waterways. And now they're big business. Okay. So the, the way we look at jobs, the way we think about jobs, you know, 
are changing. So if those things change, if the way we look at jobs are change, 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 excuse me, then what about the skills for those jobs? How has that, how will that change or how has that changed? Or how is that changing, I should say? So I, I looked at uh, a study that said, that asked, you know, what are CEOs worried about? And it's interesting. I looked at several studies that talked about that and talked to, you know, the CEOs as well and, and looked back and uh, on, on some things that, that I had, have, have done or, uh, and folks I have spoken with. And CEOs are still worried about the ability to attract and retain quality workers. See, because they're changing, so things are getting different. So the workers of the past are not the workers of the future. Right? And they're also looking at are concerned about how do they create new business models in a disruptive climate. And when I say in a disruptive climate, I'm not necessarily talking about um, disruption in the terms of of uh, necessarily someone making noise. However, the changes that are going on, the technologies that are happening are disrupting the way things used to be, a lot of it in a good way. As CEOs are are concerned about, how do I take my business today and meet the disruptions? Hmm, how do I do that? And how do I develop the next generation of leaders? That's a question. We'll answer when we come back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned into from the inside out to reach carla walker or her guest today call us at 1-888-346-9141 
That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Carla Walker from the inside out at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Okay. Well, give some more context in terms of what we're talking about businesses and and those kinds of changes that are going on, particularly in talking about creating new model business models uh, because of the disruptive technologies. And I want to point to a couple of businesses that you may have heard at that weren't successful at uh, creating uh, new business models. We think of Kodak. If you remember Kodak, and some of you may not even remember Kodak, uh, it's a camera company, camera technology. You know, uh, you don't hear much about it. Kodak used to be a big name. We used to hear a lot about it all the time. Um, but a lot of other things started happening. A lot of the other disruptive technologies. Can you think of anything that might have happened or occurred or maybe that you're currently using now that you don't use uh, the camera where you would hold it and click it. There are other technologies. Now I don't have to buy a camera to take a picture. I can take a picture with my phone. And and I don't have to go to take the picture and buy some film because technology provides it. I have digital capabilities in order to do that. And who didn't see that coming in that industry? Or think about Radio Shack, which is my favorite. I used to love to go to Radio Shack because uh, there were so many gadgets and so many things going on in there. What happened with Radio Shack? Or think about my another one of my favorites, Toys R Us. Toys R Us used to be everywhere. And around Christmas time in particular, I mean, Toys R Us was the store. But Toys R Us went bankrupt because there, and this was just in Toys R Us, Kodak, Toys R Us, Radio Shack, all Mm -hmm. suffered bankruptcy. And I want to throw in Sears in there, but Sears is still functioning um, in some places, and um, uh, but their the bankruptcies, their inability to successfully innovate through these digital technologies. So somebody didn't think about or consider what the future is. Their vision didn't match where we are, where we've been, where we're going. The good news is at least one of those three are coming back, and I'm, I'm excited to see what it's going to look like. And this Toys R Us. But slowing growth, but the need to innovate, makes business nervous, makes CEOs nervous. But they need to take it. There's got to be a balance between, between that short-term priority and the long-term success. You know, often we look at the shorter term, and we don't think about the longer view. So we've got to think more long view. Okay. Of course, you're going to get short-term gains. But how does that impact your longer view? Where are you really trying to get to? And I know we talk about on this show a lot about setting goals and focusing on that end goal. Because that's important. It's where you're going to drive the direction of your life. 
your business, where you're trying to get to. Okay, not just in the next six months, but you want to survive your life, your business beyond those six months. So you got to think about, think out three years. What is what might that look like? Okay, because thinking out those three years doesn't mean you have to stay within that those confines because there may be outside or external impacts or internal impacts that may change how you move in that direction but what is your end game what are you trying to accomplish there okay but you need to strike a balance i always found it interesting that when we started talking about to businesses about growing and about the need to change and to be innovative when we started looking at or talking about developing development and leaders and developing and investing in their people, the first thing that people that they cut was training. And that seemed to be a little short-sighted. Because if change is a common and change is a common, it is inevitable, you're either going to move with the change, be the change, or get run over by the change. If you do not have a workforce whose skills and capabilities can help you through the change that is coming, then you're going to have a hard time succeeding. You're going to have a very hard time moving forward with your company, with your business, in your life. And, and so what does that mean for you as, as a business? What are the things that you have to consider and be prepared for or get ready about, you know. So, of course, you're going to have fears about recession as a business because, you know, that's an external force that you don't have necessarily total control with, but it impacts your, your business. And you got to figure out how you're going to, what you're going to do there and trade the threats. You know, the more global we become, you know, how does trade impact? How does that global trade impact what you sell? Because you're selling maybe not only in your city or your state, you may be selling outside of it, and maybe some of you are even selling outside the country. Well, if you've got goods coming from other countries into our country, into your world, and that are competitive with what you're selling, what makes you different? What makes you the product I'm going to purchase? You know, you've got global political instability. It's particularly, we see this in Europe in particular, and starting to see this as well, I think, in the United States. And then, of course, cybersecurity. That's another concern. Now, almost every day, we're hearing more and more about hackers hacking into different businesses, uh, companies, uh, hacking into your personal information, people taking that and using it for their own purposes. Um, and then, and then, of course, as, as a business, you not only do you have these external concerns going on, but you've got internal concerns, you know, that you that you're thinking about as well. You know, and one of those things is talent quality and leader development. You still need leaders. You still got to be able to identify the talent. And when we say talent, we're talking about individuals who are the future or who are the next generation of leaders, who are the next people who are going to have vision and, and move your company forward. 
You know, you're anxious around the digital technologies that that are so prevalent in our organization, and that you gotta have and be aware of. You know, and and, and learn how to use to your advantage with your business. I mean, if you think about it, you know, when do we start using relying so much on social media for whether for our business? That's part of that digital technology, right? You know, how are you using it, not only social media, but other forms of, of digital technology? How are you using it, you know, digital technology, cameras, phones? Um, you know, when you look at print media, that used to be a, one big source of advertising. Print media is, not, is now not the only source of advertising, and often this is a very small part of how you advertise. You know, but okay. So you're anxious about the digital technology, you know, and that includes compliance with data security. You know, again, cyber attacks on your business, cyber attacks from your competitors sometimes, or from from someone who just may have a uh, a tiff with you because they didn't like the way your business did something or. They didn't like the customer service that they received. And that global competition, which increases every day and because you've got global competition with the pool of available workers, you're seeing decrease. And why is that? Well, yeah, sure. Society's getting older. Workers are some. Some folks are retiring. Some folks are working less. And you've got a new generation of folks who uh, are eager and ready to learn, but they don't know what they don't know. You know, somehow you've got to to learn to utilize the older workers in the workforce who have a ton of experience, a ton of knowledge, uh, who have a treasure trove of information about your organization, how you do business, about your products. You know, how do you work with them? How do you, how do you take them and help them and, 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 excuse me, and allow them to help guide and and train the younger generation, particularly with a generation of folks who don't think they need guidance in some cases. I'm sorry, let's throw that in. Um, and of course, not all millennials, I'll say millennials, and then I think it's um, uh, the next group are Zs. You know, not all of them don't believe that they need training, but they all want it. They all want to learn and be better you know the good news and what we're seeing today is that CEOs are confident that their organizations are going to thrive at least in 2025 right I mean, and probably beyond that, that they recognize that the customer experience is outweighing the actual product you know, people are coming into your store or to your place of business or they're connecting with your place of business to purchase a product. Yes. But what's important about that 
purchasing that product. It's the experience or the journey that they have as they're purchasing it. And what happens after they purchase? You know, you just buy my product, lady, I'll see you later. No, you want that person to come back, right? So that customer experience or the customer journey becomes more and more important. And so your employees have to be very good at providing a wonderful customer experience for your customers. You also got to be agile, right, as a business. You know, keep products and change and, you know, try something. Doesn't work. Be able to be enough, be agile to adapt and make changes as needed as you're moving through uh, uh, through what 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 looks to be your traditional product. Now, there are some products that, you know, you might think, oh, they're good, they're tried and true, they're going to last forever. And they might, but they may not look the way that they did. You know, you've got to make some changes in order to keep up with what's going on, you know. Also, I have to look at as you're developing your workforce, think about cross-functional teams, you know, doing rotations uh, along those lines. How do you do that? Rotating, moving one group or a few folks over to another area uh, that they're not familiar with can give them great experience and great insight and also help them in terms of working together as a team because now one hand understands what the other one's doing and why they do what they do. You may also find some very unique or some innovative ways where you can make changes that will positively impact the way you do business, the life of the product, the employee relationship with each other. You know, and and I would advise also explore have your leaders. And this is not just for people who are under leadership. All your leadership from the top down need to explore and understand digital technology. Okay, they don't have to be an expert at it, but they need to understand it and why it's important. And if they're not, if they don't understand it, then you're going to have a problem getting making changes and getting things moving because they'll be stuck. And they won't know what people necessarily may be talking about. So, what are some of the skills that you might need coming up uh, as we move through this? Uh, so we talked about change, how business needs to change, um, leadership challenges. Developing managerial effectiveness, inspiring others, developing employees, leading a team, uh, guiding change, uh, managing internal stakeholders. Um, But what skills are you going to need as you move forward? And this is important for business to understand, but also for you as an employee. If you're working or if you're employing people to work, You need to understand what skills are needed so you can get them. And we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned into from the inside out to reach carla walker or her guest today call us at 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to carla walker from the inside out at gmail.com now back to the show okay we said we talked we talked about change during the show from life cycle from human change to business and you know one of the things I asked you as we went into the break was you know what kind of skills do you think are going to be needed you know as we move through 2019 we're going into 2020 what skills might be needed and and I gotta tell you I I looked at this you know all different ways uh, for a variety of different sources and I kept coming back to the same things and those skills are Creativity, people management, coordinating with others, emotional intelligence. And I want you to hear me, emotional intelligence. I'll say it again, emotional intelligence. This is extremely important for leaders as well as employees. Daniel Goldman wrote, the book Emotional Intelligence years ago and we are still saying that is needed in the workplace you know as you're working and this is regardless of if you're a business uh, a big business a sole proprietor or whether you have one employee no employee a gazillion employees you need emotional intelligence. If you are leading that organization, if you have managers with that organization, they specifically need emotional intelligence. And employees need to get some as well. So emotional intelligence, judgment and decision making, uh, service orientation. Again, you know, you're serving clients, internal clients as well as external clients. So that customer service thing. Negotiation. So it doesn't mean you're going to be good negotiating deals, but it's how do I negotiate even getting work done? 
you know, how do I do that? Um, cognitive flexibility. So being able to move from one idea or, or one concept to another and being, you know, flexible about it, you know, being able to do that rather easily. Uh, critical thinking, uh, complex problem solving. These are all skills that are going to be needed or that are needed as we move forward. And they are not changing and they haven't changed, um, uh, I would say, in in a while. These are some of the same things uh, at least five years ago, ten years ago that we were talking about. Um, But it's, it's a matter of changing your mindset, you know, getting away from the way we used to do things into what needs to be done in order to get things done as we move forward, as we have changed as a society in terms of how we do business. And when it comes to uh, uh, workers as well, I mean, think about this. Learning ability, you know, no longer uh, should you say, uh, oh, I don't want to learn anything else. I can remember people that I would uh, interact with uh, in a workplace uh, in my role as a coach and as a as a learning uh, people developer I can remember and hearing people say I don't want to learn anymore well unfortunately if you don't want to learn anymore you're not going to go far in the business in fact the business doesn't necessarily may not need you because they need people who want to learn, who are avid learners, and who are flexible in terms of their learning. Um, critical thinking and analysis. Again, that's important. you got to teach your kids as they're growing up how to think critically and how to, to uh, think analytically as well. Um, it's important. And allow for creativity and innovation. Again, um, say complex problems. Oh, time management. You know, being able to really manage your time because there's so much going on, you got to be able to to uh, be able to manage the time so you can get things done in a timely fashion, but also within managing projects. You know, project management, uh, being able to take one thing from a beginning and move it through its its desired outcome. You know, so that uh, uh, so that you're doing it. Um, in a fashion that makes sure the project's on time. And if it's not, you know, you got to uh, let people know it's not going to be on time. So you need people who can do that. Uh, let me see if I've missed anything. Oh, interpersonal communication skills. My God, that is so important. And we think about that as it relates to uh, today's technology and the way that we inter- a lot of folks interact. Um, you see, particularly young adults, interacting a lot based upon uh, texting. Uh, texting is fine, but if you can't look up from your texts and have a conversation, make a presentation, um, that texting's not going to take you very far. Uh, you've got to have good interpersonal communication skills. I think... <laughs> uh, and I, and I don't know what it is, and, and, and maybe we've gone a little awry, uh, a little too much on the technology, uh, if we can't have, if we don't have people who can uh, hold a decent conversation, who can make a decent presentation, um, who can, uh, uh, who have great uh, or good uh, communication skills. 
um, being able to look somebody in the eye. Also, diversity and culture and cultural intelligence. You know, you've got to be aware of that. You know, there there are a variety of different people in the workforce, as you know. The workforce is diverse. The impact of that workforce being diverse means that there are a variety of cultures in there. We have to be aware that we're not, we don't live in a monolithic society. You know, so we have to be aware of others and, and take that to consider and be sensitive to that. Uh, technology skills, uh, embracing change. You know, you can't resist change anymore. As I said, if you don't move, if you're not the change, if you don't move with the change, the change is going to run right over you and you're not going to be happy and you're going to spend a whole lot of time catching up. Uh, again, you've got to be an active learner with what they say is a growth mindset, you know, so that you're learning something so you continue to grow and to continue to develop. And in terms of leadership skills, there are a few essential ones. Um, fearless agility, uh, empathy, again, emotional intelligence. I know I keep saying harping on that, but it's because I'm still seeing leaders who don't have any. I shouldn't say that. They may have a little, but it's not coming through. Um, uh, leading through change, uh, authenticity, being real, uh, selflessness, uh, listening, humility. These are all things that are important uh, if you're going to be a leader in the organization. Those are some of the things in terms of change, in terms of skills that you're going to need to begin to develop. If you haven't started developing those skills, there's no time like the present. You're not too old uh, to continue learning. In fact, if you don't stop, if you stop learning when you get old, you're just going to be uh, left behind. I don't want that to happen to you. You are great. I want you to step into your greatness today. Thanks so much for being with me. From the inside out, this is Carla Walker. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to From the Inside Out. Be sure to join your host, Carla D. Walker, for another episode of the program next Tuesday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have the best week.